Good morning. This is Sunday Ozarks at Large. I'm Kyle Kellum. Sitting beside me is Heim Goodman-Strauss. Good morning, Kyle. Good morning, Heim. He's a math professor at the University of Arkansas, and we have a guest with us. We sure do. Frank Morgan of Williams College is here to discuss uh, soap bubbles, and he'll be visiting us in town in a couple of weeks. Good morning, Frank. Great to talk to you. Thank you. Now, this is not a... Ex while it is your first time on Ozarks at Large, this is certainly not the first time you've talked about math in a public forum, is it? Well, math is a great topic, and soap bubbles especially. Some people think of math as being figures and numbers, but actually a lot of us think about geometry, and there's no better example of geometry than soap bubbles. Soap bubbles. Now, I have to admit, until 15 seconds ago, I hadn't thought about soap bubbles and mathematics together. Great geometry. Good shape, those bubbles, right? <laughs> yeah. What's the shape? Uh generally round, right? Round, exactly. <laughs> and so you know a mathematician would say, why are soap bubbles round like that? And that we have a, one, one nice thing about round is it's been proved that that is the most efficient shape possible mathematically. It's the least surface area for enclosing a given volume of air. So it is the ultimately perfect shape that the soap bubble has there. So what's involved in a proof like that? I mean, it makes common sense, but why would one, why would one have to go to the length of proving it? Well, until you've proved it, you really aren't sure. I mean, it's true we see round soap bubbles, but maybe there'd be some other strange shape we haven't thought of that somehow could be more efficient. Sounds very unlikely. But, you know, you want to be sure of things sometimes. Certainly before you send a... a men up in a spaceship to the moon, you want to make sure you really hit the moon and don't miss it by a little. So it's good to be careful a lot. Mathematicians know how to be careful, and we get practice on problems like this. So that, that was actually proved by a symmetry argument by Schwartz in 1884. So relatively recent proof. Well, in the history I mean, of mankind, yeah. that's right. <laughs> it's something that the Greeks the Greeks were interested in, in shapes like that, and they actually proved that the circle in the plane is the, that the round shape in the plane is best when you just talk about enclosing area with a fence, that a circle is best. But the 3D problem wasn't solved until 1884. That's right. Can you tell us what uh, Joel Haas did in 95 or so? Well, then, the of course, the next question is this very interesting double bubble shape that you get when two soap bubbles come together. I know exactly what you're talking about, yeah. You know, so you have these two bubbles, there's a film of soap separating the two of them, and the, the next question is, is that the most efficient way to enclose and separate two prescribed volumes of air? Seems like it. It seems like, but that was much harder, and this, this was something that a lot of us were working on for a number of years. You mentioned one of the first theorems there, Joel Haas, and, and Roger Schlafly proved that for the case when the two volumes are equal, that's the best mm -hmm. shape. Right. They explored if there was a, the possibility of having a spherical shape and then a donut bubble around it. There were all are, kinds of, of weird possibilities to worry about. That's seems right. preposterous in real life, but it really had to be disposed of. Well, not so, not so preposterous. I mean, that particular example looks kind of silly. But it makes you realize that there might be lots of other possibilities mm, that's right. that neither we nor the bubbles have thought of yet. <laughs> and how can you rule out? There are infinitely many possibilities. How can you rule them all out by 
eliminate all of them to get down to the one you think is the best one. Mm -hmm. uh, do you have a, a puzzle for us this week? Or Before a puzzle, we should mention that Frank Morgan will be in Fayetteville oh. soon. You know, there's this big event. You know, the University of Arkansas has its spring lecture series, kind of some highfalutin mathematics, but I've been invited down to give the popular lecture in the evening. That'll be Thursday evening, April 10th. Yeah, we're really looking forward to it. And you're also speaking at the high school to those kids. And I'm giving some, yes, I'm speaking at the high school while I'm in town, too. So I'm, gonna, I'm really looking forward to it. I think I'll have a lot of fun there. So that lecture is open to the public, the evening one. It's on April the 10th at... Um, 730. 730 right. at uh, Poultry Science. Yeah, yeah, 211. And by the way, um, we're, for listeners, we'll also have a lecture the previous week. On April 1st, John H. Conway is going to be giving a talk in the same room, same time. On a Tuesday, Poultry Science, 2, 11, 7, 30 p.m. So both of those are going to be really terrific talks. Oh, we're great. I have a puzzle for your audience. Okay. And the idea is, so we want to talk about this double bubble. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's, there's one sphere and another sphere, and then there's a surface between them. Right. Maybe one of the spheres is the big one, the other sphere is the little one. The surface between them, do you say, is it flat or does the big bubble push into the little bubble? Or does the little bubble push into the big bubble? Excellent. Ooh, I like That's really that. great. And you, of course, can test this by just blowing some bubbles. But You're allowed to experiment. Okay. And you're allowed to think about it. Try to figure out what should the answer be. And then Try to reconcile your experiment with your thinking. <laughs> and so next Sunday morning, uh, we'll have the answer. We'll have the answer next Sunday. So you can write us at uh, mathfactor at uark.edu or contact us through the website, mathfactor.uark.edu. And uh, we'll see you next week, Frank. Frank Morgan, thank you very much. Okay, we get a winning answer. Maybe we can draw a winner and I'll send a prize.